0: give to you your feature presentation, presenting... Down for the World 2, 3, Podcast! Hello everyone and welcome to for the 123 Podcast, episode number 44 with the Monday Night Raw Review of the 11th of July. Like, shit, it is July. Wow. Fuck. Madness, pure madness. <laughs> um, yeah, it's July. Wow. Um, sorry for not releasing NXT SmackDown News last week. Sorry guys. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, I'll be back this week purely because we got a patient in skin. a of us from balance i that'll be a bit more fun, but yeah been a bit inconsistent this week it's been a little bit of a, a bit of a Hectic week just um all around even on the YouTube channel and just everything has been a bit weird, but uh, yeah this week Getting back into gear getting back into focus. Yeah, so good. Um, <clears throat> I Suppose instead of me just talking about the bullshit. Uh, let's just crack on so we have the Monday Night Raw, uh, the 11th of July 2016, uh, I believe it was in uh, Detroit, yeah it was in Detroit, um, so uh, Monday Night Raw opened with just a shitload of jobbers in the middle of the ring and then good old Apollo Cruz got his entrance um, for something and then we found out it was a battle royal to, to uh, name a new number one contender for the WWE Intercontinental Championship, so we had The Miz and Maurice on um, commentaries uh, and in the ring we had people such as like Alberto Dorio, Rio, Dolph Ziggler, Cruz, um, the debut of good old Make Darren Younger Great Again, uh, I don't know what happened to my voice and like that, um, what else do we have, there's just loads of tag teams like the Us, Uses, the Ascension were there, Pfft, no shining stars I don't think, yeah no shining stars I feel like they've actually gone now like... I feel like their time has just disappeared. Um But uh yes, Owen, oh, we had people at like the Vaud villains and the first person to get eliminated was good old Aiden English. I'm pretty sure we got eliminated eliminated in one of the other um but other overall that happened recently as well. I can't remember which one, but it was one of them. But um yeah, so um near the end of the match you know, obviously people get eliminated and it came down to um where are we? Del uh, dealt Rio, uh, apollo cruz baron corbin darren young bobber dudley and uh good old um Dolph ziggler so um young took out a, bo- a Ray, uh, and then ziggler um knocked del rio to the floor uh but del rio went through the uh middle rope and then corbin whipped out or uh, irish whipped um Alberto del rio to the corner where cruz was waiting to eliminate Alberto del rio Uh, Corbin uh, stood up on the apron and grabbed Ziggler by the head and threw him over the top rope Uh, Cruz charged at Corbin but they both tumbled out to the floor and by default Darren Young was the last man standing in the ring and he looked fucking surprised as everyone else in the ring and good old uh, Bob Batland entered the ring and they celebrated um like this is just weird um purely because he didn't get an entrance or anything it was like at least fucking 10 minutes into raw we found that he was there because I was looking f- I was just looking through the contenders I didn't really see Darren Young it was until I saw Bob Backlund on the outside I was like oh shit there's Bob Backland and then that's when Michael Cole kind of told everyone he uh, Bob Backland was there We're like, oh he was actually there madness ting why, what wow shit um but if it wasn't for that we wouldn't have known um but yeah so i don't even know why they do this there were so many other better people to have to win this instead of good old darren young uh but now they it to darren young i suppose he's just gonna lose i can't see them Miz losing it to darren young um if The Miz is going to lose it to anyone, it should be an Albert Adair or Dolph Ziggler. Someone that can just give him a bit of... I don't know if Miz has been a pretty good Intercontinental Champion, but he fucked off for a while to film some shit film. And we don't want that. We want him to stay on fucking Raw, So, that needs to change. <coughs> but other than that... Sorry, my throat turns out. shit. Shit. Uh, but other than that, um, I think... Whatever, man. It's obviously going to happen. You know, when you got Bob Backland. Just in your corner, you know they're gonna get you. They're gonna give you a bit of a push. So I'd rather have him have the push now, than fucking, you know, later on, just out of nowhere. Um, and then we had a backstage segment between uh, Rusev and good old Zat uh, Ryder where he uh, goes to confront Rusev uh, and challenge him for the United States Championship. But Seamus attacks him from behind and he goes, "Mate, you've got a scheduled match." With me in the middle of the ring, so you better like fucking get ready for that um, And then obviously, I think it, was break- it went to a break and then came back uh, And then it was Sheamus versus uh, good old Zack Ryder So yeah, so near the end of the match uh, It was a pretty short match, I'm pretty sure it wasn't longer than like five or so minutes It was a short, short match um, And um, yeah, so I think Zagler Z- Zagler? Zagler, here. Yeah. That's the guy, Zagler No, <laughs> Zack Ryder I believe it was the rough rider, he went for the rough rider, but he kind of like, threw Seamus over him, like, over his head. Um, uh, and then Seamus hit him with the bro kick, and uh, beat him for the one, two, three, and yeah, Seamus defeated that rider. Uh, and then after the match, Rusev came out and attacks that uh, rider, and puts him in the accolade, and repeatedly shouts, I accept your challenge, I accept your challenge, it was a bit weird. Um, I'm pretty sure he just accepted the challenge. Um, why he had to say it so many times, I really don't know. Um, but, hey, is what it is. <coughs> uh, hopefully, Zack Ryder can actually win the title. Because we want Zack Ryder. Because everyone just likes Zack Ryder now, come on. You've got two heel. You, if you look at the main belts, right. Women's, the main WWE one, Intercontinental, US, and the tag. You've got... Two faces out of five. See, that's not good. Two faces out of five. You'd more. You'd prefer, you'd rather have three faces. You know, three faced baby faces as champions, than the two. Just because it just makes sense, doesn't it? Doesn't it? There's no point having so many heels, fucking. You know, just taking over. But I. Hey, we'll see what happens. And oh, sorry, it's fucking dead. Uh then uh, next match we have was Breezy Dango defeated the uh, Loose Dragons in well this match was just a bit weird. So let me uh, just run down this match. So um, before the match uh, footage footage aired of the uh, the angle between these two teams um, that I believe also was on the pre-show, and then during the match Kalisto took a hot tag and went for a springboard off the second rope but botched the shit out of it crashed and burned looked like he broke his face uh but to be fair to the um fair play of just Tyler Breeze and Kalisto you know they um they transitioned well you know didn't really t- make a big fuss of it they just you know carried on like it was nothing uh, and then hit the move eventually like a couple seconds later um and then he threw like a weird like cool kick at Tyler Breeze, which is kind of cool. And spiked his head into the canvas with a hurricana. Uh And then, um, Kalisto watched uh, sink just die one to Fandango, leaving himself vulnerable to a roll-up for a two-count. I thought that would have been it. But Breeze ducked uh, a Kalisto move in the corner and then caught him with a kick, rolled him up for the win, and boom. Yeah, boom. Tyler Breeze and Fandango beat the Lucha Dragons in 4 minutes 25. Tyler Breeze and Fandango just beat the ex-US champion. What the fuck? What the fuck just happened? Pure madness. (laughs) Um, Then uh, we had some bullshit. And then uh, we had Seth Rollins uh, heading to the ring for the Rollins Report. Uh, and then, um, so, during the Rollins report, uh, Seth Rollins aired a very, very heavily edited uh, interview between him and Roman Reigns about his suspension. And, um, yeah, this was just fucking joke, really. I found it funny, you know. It's one of those things where it's all pre, like, the past interviews of Roman Reigns, and they've cut it down. They've made, you know, Seth Rollins answer questions like, um, would you do it again? Uh, and then you know Roman is reply. Yes, as long as there's breath in my lungs or something and blood pumping in my veins I'll do it within a heartbeat or some bullshit of like that and it was funny It was fun to watch, but then we had the WWE champion. Yeah, the WWE champion um, Dean Ambrose come out and he agreed to give Seth Rollins a one-on-one championship match whenever he wants so, the match was officially made for next week. We're going to have a WWE Championship match uh, between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose next week on Raw. Fun times. Um, I, I generally am a bit confused on that. Purely because... um, You know... Just because... um. The draft is gonna. It will be the next day. So my guess is that everyone who locks into a feud now is gonna stay on the same roster. So we're gonna get AJ Styles and John Cena on the same roster. As long as and, and Enzo Amore and Big Castle also on that roster, we'll get uh, Zack Ryder and Rusev on the same roster. Most likely that will be. Oh, I don't even know because we've got Miz and Darren Young. That'll be. On the same roster, and I can see that actually going to Raw, and then the US on um, on SmackDown, uh, and then we also have um, what else do we have? We will have who's in the feud right now? Shit! Oh, and also all the Shield members will most likely be on um, one roster as well, which I can see happening because. Um, it just does make sense, is not it? And then also, this means that Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar will also be on um, the same roster. So I, I can genuinely see SmackDown being built up like with John Cena, AJ Styles. Uh, potentially, I'm not hundred percent sure. Not a hundred percent sure on this one. But potentially, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens they'll be on the same roster because they're in a feud right now as well. Um, Fuck, I don't even know, man. Like, they could go anywhere. Like, they're gonna. You can't tell where Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens are gonna go. But, you know, you can see um, the Shield members dominating Raw, really. You know, them being the main faces of Monday Night Raw. And then you will have. Yeah, I suppose you can see Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens also on the Monday Night Raw as well. And then on SmackDown, you get, you know, John Cena, AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar. Uh, Randy Orton, you know, there's enough big faces on both uh, sides to um to up the ante. But I feel like you know when it comes to like Cesaro as well. Cesaro needs to stay with the Kevin. Uh, I'm gonna sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, I'm so <laughs> ill. I've been uh, out catching Pokemon's all day. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. Um, but yeah, so. Um. Ah, oh shit! I've completely sneezed on that's where I was. Um. Yeah. So just I can see people standing on them saying something. Um. Oh, I keep wanting to sneeze. Um. But whether they do or whether they don't, I don't know. But most likely, you can see. You can try and tr- figure out where most people are going to go. Um. And stuff, and then we had um. The next match between Kevin Owens and Cesaro, and um, before the match, uh, Owens had security escort Sami Zayn out of commentary, uh, out of the commentary table, Um, and uh, as um, Sami Zayn was getting escorted out of the ring, uh, Kevin Owens made made his way down to the ring, and they uh, briefly brawled on the uh, ramp, uh, and then... um, and that was it and they got split up and um, Kevin Owens ran into the middle of the ring waiting for his uh, his opponent for tonight which is Cesaro um, just briefly on this feud um, I can see this actually being the last match these guys have in know for a while so that's what I mean you know when I was talking about what brand they'd be on I can, gen- I can genuinely see these two being split up um, with I feel like because the first time these guys met was at like fucking I want to say it was after WrestleMania um, yeah I want to say it's them the the pay-per-view after WrestleMania uh, payback I want to say they had a fight and they had a match and um, <coughs> yeah they um I, f- I believe Kevin Owens won that one that match and then I have a match on battleground um, most likely Sami Zayn will win this one leaving it at 1-1 uh, and then they'll wait for a bit split the both teams up split both the teams up Yeah, um, and um, uh, and then we'll see them eventually come together for that third and final knockout match. match um, and then we'll see what a few guys but yeah generally I could see good old Sami Zayn winning this one Um, It just makes sense If they want to carry the feud on Which I think they're well But it would make more sense To You know Kevin's already won one Give Sami Zayn this one Split them both up On different brands Um, But then this is weird How would you If they're on different brands How would you You know Ramp up and hype up the uh, The The match You know It's quite hard to, to Give a match a bit of oomph When fucking one's on one roster and the other on the other roster, so... I don't know, we'll see what happens. I'm intrigued, I'm very intrigued. Um... um, But then, uh, yeah, so then we had, uh, the, obviously, the Kevin Owens and Cesaro match, um... Kevin Owens gave, uh, Cesaro the torture rack into a neck breaker uh, and got the pin for uh, the 1-2-3, so it was quite interesting to see, you know, um... Kevin Owens with a different move, um... It's weird to say that, you know, basically, a, you know, a torture rack, yeah, I can see that being like a, 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 a signature move or something just to set up the finisher, but then technically the finisher was the net breaker, and that's like, you know, it was just weird to see when you see like fucking John Cena, AA, fucking Brock Lesnar through 17 tables and then he only gets a two count, like... And then you get Cesaro beating with a net breaker. It was just a bit like, hmm, you know, when people kick out of the fucking Shawn Michaels um, kick to the face when Dolph Ziggler does it or even when Ruse- Rusev does it or the DDT or, you know, moves that used to be so, you know, mad and not mad, but like, I won't say mad, but fucking, you know, they used to be so OP back in the day. Or oh, yeah. Um and now it's like you know what I mean, it's just a bit weird. Um if this is a if this is his new finisher, I am gonna be a bit because that pop up one was so good when he gave it to Mark Henry last week it was fucking like sick. Yes. That's fine fucking tastic. That looked amazing. Um then I just need to keep the pop-up power bomb, please keep the pop-up power bomb. Um and then um we had a match between Titus O'Neil and Heath Slater. Um and this match again was fucking short. Oh wait no 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 we missed something. We've completely forgot something. Ignore that shit. So uh yeah so it picks up the win with the net breaker. Torture rack move, and then after the match, um, he went on to the he he stole Byron's um, headphones and told him that told everyone that he's best in the ring, on commentary and on on the mic, and then all of a sudden, Sami Zayn comes from the crowd and attacks them both, attacks uh, Kevin Owens, who um, throws uh Kevin Owens into the path of Cesaro in the middle of the ring, who gave him a massive swing. It went on for a while uh and that wa that was the end of that segment, and then we finally had the fucking Titus O'Neil and um he said and uh, by the way, I've got a lot of um I got a lot of feedback saying what I say Titus um but it's actually Titus, I know it's Titus. it just sounds a bit more fun to say Titus, I suppose, like why not say Titus? you know his name's got a tit in there, like come on come on and his fucking finishing moves is is a he's a spinning power bomb, and then he like Bums the guy when he wants to pin him. It's funny times really, isn't it? It's just funny times. Um, uh, Where are we next? Where are we next? Um, Yeah, so uh, t- uh On the outside, obviously, we had Bo Dallas and uh, Curtis Axel, and then uh, Titus dominated early, and then Slay- uh, Keith Slater hit a DDT um, from a distraction of uh, the uh, social outcast for a two count. And then Titus O'Neil came back with the clash of Titus for the uh, for the win, and this was a uh, fucking three minute five second match, madness. <laughs> um, um, that was really it. Nothing major. Don't go on there. Um, and then uh, we had a backstage segment between Dar- uh, Darren Young, no, not Darren Young, Renee Young, uh, interviewing Sasha Banks, who spoke about how she'd been focused on shutting Dana Brooks' mouth. Uh, all weekend, and said that she couldn't really enjoy her cousin Snoop Dogg on Family Feud because uh, she was so uh, focused on Denderbrook. Why would she need him name drop the whole Family Feud, you know, Snoop Dogg thing? Like, why? It's not like Snoop Dogg was gonna make you know more money off it just because he was on there. Makes no sense. Unless she was on there, then that makes sense. But I don't think she was. So what was the fucking point? But anyway, uh, then we get a, a clip, just a little teaser clip, about the whole white compound match. It was a mad thing. Uh, and then we had um, the Moose TV with Darren Young and Bob Butler advertised for SmackDown. Uh, and then, I believe, it is the, uh, the compound match. So, um, if any of you are TNA fans out there, I am not one of them um but um yeah so it was basically just a rip-off a piss take out of final deletion um that what happened between Matt and Jeff Hardy on TNA I believe two weeks ago or something yeah I wanna say a week ago so um the New Day uh, made their way to the uh, Wyatt's compound uh, which is basically an open field. There was nothing, a compound about it. It was an open field with loads of cars in a circle with the headlights on. Um that was it. <laughs> um, then um, a woman wearing a sheet mask um, distracted the New Day. And then the lights went on, um, basically like the headlights from all the cars. Uh, and then the um, a car tried to run over the New Day, who <laughs> moved out of the way. And then Bray Wyatt Braun Strowman and everyone Came out of the car. So it's just fun where you try to get a hit and run on WWE TV. You know, that's always a good way to start a segment. Uh, and then they cut to Xavier Woods hiding behind a tree. Um, you know, there was a little scrap when the, the guys got out of the car. Um, the New Day basically got bitched by the whites, which makes sense. Uh, but then they cut to Xavier Woods hiding behind a tree. And then Bray Wyatt swung an axe. Fucking at Xavier Woods' head. And it just looked like, how scary could that have gone wrong man that could have just gone <sighs> that could have just gone so fucking wrong it's a joke like shit that could have gone so fucking wrong <laughs> um but yeah um um then um then uh Brett White roughed up um good out of woods and then carried him away uh and then he uh walked over to um you know, just bought where the rest of the new their members are, and dropped him onto the floor. And then Kingston struck the trio with an object. I believe it was like a pipe or something. There was the cam. Like I'll speak. What? Oh, let me talk about it first, and then I'll, I'll give my thoughts. Um, so they all hit, but he was uh, outnumbered. They threw him into the back of the car, um, and then Wyatt just destroyed the car windows so with an axe. Um, and then. Uh, Wyatt called for uh, Xavier Woods to come out the car. The New Day trio regrouped and approached. And kneeling, Wyatt who started laughing at them. Uh, they were surrounded by uh, many fucking trucks, uh, truck lights and shit. And then a bunch of them, uh, b- a bunch of lanterns, lanterns, sorry, appeared, um, held by people wearing sheet masks. And then uh, he said to end the, and uh, uh, Wyatt, I mean the little, I can't even fucking talk. Then Bray Wyatt ended the segment with saying, follow. He doesn't even talk that deep. Just follow the buzzards. That was it. Um, See, now, this would have been very fun to watch and just very enjoyable and very fun and different if it wasn't so fucking shaky. And then WWE thought to be clever with shaky cam and they're putting a dark-ass filter on there when they filmed it in the night. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. I really could have enjoyed this and made fun of it and fucking had a laugh it was something different yay, fun times but no you had to put a dark ass filter on there it was filmed at night so you barely saw anything fucking then you had the shakiest camp it was like it was like the WWE mixed with the Blair Witch project it was like what the fuck it looked like this is all filmed on a GoPro on someone's balls and they told him to run around the field for a bit and try and record what he could Like, what the fuck? So shit, man. Um, I was actually looking forward to this. Like, weirdly, I was thinking, you know, this would be something different. This would be something fun to watch. But no, they just fucked it. They just fucked it. Um, But anyway, yeah, that was it. And then we had Enzo Amore come out. And uh, Enzo Amore and Big Cass come out to uh, have a match with the club. Um, I believe it was all three members. I want to say it was all three members, um, but no it wasn't, it was just um, fucking Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus Kyle Anderson and Luke Gallows, my mind went completely blank there, sorry, um, yeah, so that was that, um, then uh, long story short, Enzo and Cass picked up the win of a uh, via disqualification win, AJ Styles interfered in the match by, um, I believe K- Big Cass already on the outside and uh, AJ Styles has flung him over the barricade into where the the you know the fans were, and then uh, all three members of the club uh, stood up on the ring and um, surrounded uh, a um, a scared Enzo More, and just before they uh, laid the beat down on him. <laughs> Yeah, good old John Cena makes a save after he was announced earlier in the night that he wasn't gonna be there. He was um, to, he was meant to be like busy and rehearsing for the SPs. He made a save, and the um, team of John Cena, uh, John Cena and Enzo and Cass, uh, basically flung and battered the shit out of the club and took them all out of the ring. And I believe a match got set up for next week or. We've already got the match set up for battleground. Oh yeah, we've already got the match. No, never mind no. The match is already set up for background between these uh these six um these six people. Um So, um Then we had a match between Sasha Banks and Dana Brooke. Uh Sasha Banks took the win via submission with the bank statement. Uh and then after the match Charlotte announced that Banks will have to face Brooke again on Smackdown and I believe if she does then she'll be in contention for the WWE Women's uh, Champion um, so uh, yeah that was that um, my phone's going off in the background sorry guys Jesus Christ everyone's talking about Pokemon Go. fucks sake <laughs> um, and then we are the main event of the match almost, um, or the closing segment of the match where Mr. McMahon returned to Monday Night Raw to announce um, the new commissioners of SmackDown. The, the fucking what? The what? The commissioners, mate. The fucking commissioners, mate. Are you, are you having me on? Commissioners. What kind of sick fucking joke is this? Commissioners. I don't even know what to say. What the fuck. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. So, yeah, good old Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon made their way into the ring and they pleaded their cases to Vince uh, about why they should be running SmackDown and Monday Night Raw as well at the same time. Uh, and then um, Mr. McMahon goes, he's surprised these guys haven't slit each other's throats by now. You sick fuck, man. You sick, sick fuck. Jesus Christ, mate. <laughs> um, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, who knows? Um, fucking... Um, uh, so, then fucking Vincent Mann finally makes his uh, announcement that Shaman Man will be running Smackdown. Um, and then Shame Man just went on a mad one. So I celebrate But then he also announced that Stephanie Mann would be running Raw. And she went on a mad one. Um, but, but, they have to name general managers. Why? Uh, and if they don't, he'll name one for them. Uh, and then also, Stephanie Man slapped her shit out of shame man. Jesus Christ, that was a slap. That was a nice open-handed slap to the face. To make it even better though, as she left the ring, the bitch fell. Her fucking 17-inch heels buckled under her fat ass cankles and the bitch fell. It was funny. Shame McMahon's man's face was a picture man, it was joke. Um so yeah, that was that. But um more important things. So they have to name com- so these guys are commissioners and I'm only thinking these guys are commissioners for one reason and one reason and only. They don't have to be on Monday Night Raw every fucking week. That's what it is. And I, I think that's the reason they've had to have general managers in place. It's because they'll be overlooking the show. But they are not going to be um, there every week. Um, which I suppose is a bit annoying. Because when you had people like Eric Bischoff back in the day. You know you'd have him like every single Raw. In about two to three segments. of so every uh, episode. Now you don't really get much of that. A bit weird, um, you know, it's just I don't even know, it's just a bit weird. It's just like okay, but um, I'm just gonna be- give you guys a bit of breaking news right now. Mad thing, um, it was released um, on the WWE app. Someone must have, like, fucking so must have fucked up basically on the WWE app and they must have had it on a schedule thing so it was meant to release next week but it released this week instead. Was like basically it was meant to release next Tuesday. It released this Tuesday instead. Um, and basically what it was saying is that the general manager for SmackDown is. Drumroll. Daniel Motherfucking Brian. Yes, that just makes so much sense. It makes so much sense well done WWE because the whole point of Shane McMahon he wants people that have never had opportunities before he wants to give them opportunities he wants to give the people that have been fucked over in the WWE uh, opportunities and prove people wrong that you know these these underdogs can actually pull through a.k.a fucking Daniel Bryan the biggest underdog in the world right now but Anton to headline one of the biggest Wrestlemanias of all time WrestleMania 30 and uh, where he won both championships, the undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Championships. Mad thing. In a triple threat between Batista and Rady One, Yes. 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 Mad thing. And it does, it 100% just, just does make sense. For, you know, the whole thing that Shame McMahon, Man, he wants underdogs. Get an underdog as a GM. It just makes sense. And watching uh, Daniel Bryan on the, uh, the um, Cruiserweight Championship, I believe. That must have been his like fucking like here's your little test, see how you do on here, see how people react to you, and everyone loved it. I loved him being on there. It was just nice to see Daniel Bryan. He does have a lot of a stupid amount of knowledge when it comes to WWE. Um, so it's nice to see him back. Um, and we'll be able to see him every week now. In a dominant, hopefully he'll be there. I can see him be there every week. Uh, it's just fun. Yes. He's a GM, yay, how cool. Finally, we get Daniel Bryan back. We, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, But yeah, that was it for breaking news. We still don't know who Monday Night Rawls will be. Most likely, let's be honest, it's going to be... The H. The H. H, You know, good old triple. Um, It's going to be Triple H, let's be honest. It just makes sense. Um, I'm pretty sure that's a bit obvious. But, um... Yes, where are we now? Awards for WWE Raw. Yes, awards time, yes it is. This is going to be a very short podcast. I'm sorry, guys, but I'll do better next time. Um, But yeah, so uh, awards for this week, worst and best dressed. Worst dressed? What the fuck, right, what was Bob Buckland wearing? I know he's been wearing it in every single promo. But a man at your age you shouldn't be wearing the fucking What they called? Like the, the braces like to keep your pants up, mate. No. No, Bob. 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 Please fucking stop. Please. Thank you. Um Best Dressed! Oh shit man, I don't even know. Stephanie and my Man look pretty good I suppose. Um to be fair, I really. What the luchas are wearing? Um, Kalisto and Sin I think Sin Cara more. It's their pattern was sick. On are like they, what they, they, yeah. I'm gonna give it to men for once. They look sick. Yes, one hundred percent best dressed. The Lucha Dragons, they like he was like a green and black, like a lime green and black type thing. Little wicked man. Yeah, boy, you go. Um, uh, worst and best acting. To be fair, that last segment, Stephanie Man was just a bit poor. Was just a bit poor, just was man, it was just a bit of shit. Uh, best acting, I'm not going to, I'm going to give it to Seth Rollins for that whole little video package, I just thought it was a fucking joke, yes, well done. Um, then we had uh, worst and best comment, you know what, to be fair, I didn't really hear any comments I would have given this one. I didn't really hear shit from Monday Night Raw. Normally we hear some good old stuff, but, um, yeah, there was just nothing really to um, to report on. Best move, probably that, like, okay, I need to explain it better. So, like, Kalisto in that Kalisto match, um, weirdly, Kalisto is going to get worse than best move. Uh, so, yeah, he did a fucking little, like, oh, I don't know what to say. Like, it was like a, a flip in the air, like a... A three sixty uh, flip uh, on his feet, again flipped to his to back to his feet. But then he I uh, did a roly poly and then they kicked the, it like it kicked to the face. It was just sick, man, I don't know what it was. It was madness. Like well done. And obviously worst move got to that fucked up botch where he nearly broke his entire face. That botch was terrible. But fair play, they pulled it off quite well. Uh, after. Um and then worst and best moment. Oh, worst and best match. Worst match, probably that fucking. The Titus O'Neill match, that was just a bit terrible. Uh, Best match, fuck, there wasn't even a good match, is raw. Um, Probably the Kevin Owens and Cesaro match, but like that, you know, again. Probably only going to give it just because of the what happened before and what happened after the match, and then to see something different, you know, the racket, the torture rack into the net breaker, I suppose. That was it, but other than that, it was, yeah, pretty poor matches on Monday Night Raw. To be fair, like we had, we've had, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches, right? And I believe one, two, three, four. Four or five of these seven matches were under five minutes. I think... F- yeah. Five of these matches were under, f- under five minutes. That's a joke. The longest matches were... The... Um... Kevin Owens and Solara match that went over five minutes. And obviously the Battle Royal at the start of the match. That's that's shocking, man. Monday Night Raw, sort of shit out and go back to two hours. It just makes sense. It just really fucking does make sense. Jeez, man. I don't know what to say. Um... That's a hundred same moment. Fuck that shit. Um, then, then what do we have? We have uh, shit. Then we have oh, worst and best moment. So, worst moment the fucking that shit compound match man. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to that that compound. Cause I was so excited for it. And I thought it would be funny and just a bit enjoyable, something silly and stupid, but it was a bit fun at the same time. And they fucked it with the the filter and the the shaky cam, yeah. Worst moment. Fucking bullshit. Best moment, Stephanie McMahon's fall. That little buckle of need a little flip flap like this joke man. It was um Yeah, that was good. That was funny. Best moment. And then Shane McMahon's face as well. That was that was intention for best moment as well. Um I believe that's it for today. Mad thing. Forty minute podcast. That's not that bad I suppose. Forty minutes, eh, hey, you know. We've had shorter ones, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, normally, like I said, it'll be the Monday Night Raw and something else. Um, but I'm re- I'm short of time. I'm really, I'm busy. You know, I'm trying to get loads of shit out. It's Wednesday already. And I, this podcast is, is... This podcast has already gone up a day late. It's just been madness. Um, this past, you know, so many days. Um, but I'm back. Hopefully get a upload. Um, you'll get... One form of upload a week, uh, a day, uh, a week, you know, a day on the um, on the YouTube channel, and obviously every Tuesday, hopefully, fucking out, not every Wednesday, every Tuesday and Thursday, you'll get a podcast, and then hopefully you'll get the um, the good old uh, an upload um, uh, once a day, uh, whether it's just the whole podcast in general on YouTube, or you'll get the fucking uh, a universe mode um, episode, or you'll get Breaking news, or we just something one at one. one. Hopefully, you know, the more the better. But most I'm just gonna aim for one a day or one every two days, and then we'll see how it goes. I suppose this week's gonna be a bit mad, um, purely because, um, I will be uploading all the uh, the battleground matches. Because I believe if I open that up, if I open up, uh, yeah, so at the moment, we've got the WWE Championship match between um. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and uh, Seth Rollins. Then we've got John Cena and Zermor and Big Cass versus the club. Uh, Sammy Down versus Kevin Owens. Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Intercontinental match between The Miz and Darren Young. United States Championship match between Rusev and Zack Ryder. Uh, and the New Day versus the White family. We've already got seven matches there. I believe that is all the matches. Um, I want to say, yeah, this is all the matches. I think it is. Yeah, this is, these are all the matches. Um, so, they have already been um been done, I suppose. Like we're well not done, but you know what I mean. Like they've already been um announced. So those just those seven videos are gonna get uploaded as soon as um possible. Really, uh, the sooner the better, I suppose. Um, but for now. This has been Down for the 123 podcast. I hope you've all enjoyed today's 44th episode of Down for the 123 podcast. Okay, guys, it's a joke. We are like 500 listens away from 20,000 listens. Holy fucking shit, guys. I just want to thank everyone so, so, so much for the amount of listens. It's a joke. Like, thank you all so much. 20,000 listens. It's just... I don't even think I know twenty thousand I don't even know what I'm trying to say. That's a lot, thank you all so fucking much man. Thank you all. Um Oh just thank you, thank you, thank you. Um and obviously this it's summer now, so I'm free. I've got fucking nothing else to do. This is gonna be life, so just expect a lot of um a lot of good things coming up for the rest of July and the whole of August. Uh, whether it's a youtube channel or the podcast in general it's gonna be exciting times it's gonna be exciting times so uh with that being said i hope you all enjoyed today's podcast i've been sucky as always we're gonna get a keen back uh i was meant to get a keen back this week it was my fault i'm recording this at stupid clock uh on wednesday he was free on tuesday but i was busy fuck um but hey up we'll be back um and yeah so I'll catch you all on Thursday with NXT SmackDown News where we will be 100% reviewing Shinsuke Nakamura versus Finn Balor. Oh, fucking yes. I am excited for that match. But until then, I'll catch you all next time. Cheers.